friends, and welcome back to Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to call it. It's the show that helps you grow. It's the show that helps you grow any time of year, but particularly in the end of the year. This is the last episode of 2022. Linda, how are you feeling about that? Kind of amazed. It feels like it's gone really fast. I think we... If I'm not if I'm correct, we started this year with the Five Purposes of Marriage series. I think it was right. the first thing we did for the year. <laughs> Seems a really long time ago. It was a ago. long time ago. And we've done a whole, you know, episodes every week since. So um I, I hope that you our, our friends who are listening have been enjoying doable discipleship um episodes and content throughout the year. Today, mm-hmm. for our last episode of the year. I wanted to talk about just just to share a little bit about this um, new year, new you mentality that I think so many of us um, approach the end of the year with. We start to look ahead and we start to think about um, all that next year is going to be, all the right. things that I can change. Which, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. There is good stuff in there because the idea is we are largely looking ahead. Because we have like this opportunistic culture. We right. always think, you know, oh, the the future has this unspoiled opportunity. Yes. I can see change happening. I can see potential and possibility, right? And we say things like the best days are ahead of us, right? Which is all good. Yes. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Yet the purpose of this episode, now, again, is not to stifle your thinking about the future. This is more of a defense of the past. Right. I hope that you have an amazing future. I really, truly do. And we're going to be praying for that at the end of this episode. Um, But I also hope that we have this opportunity right now to appreciate the past, and particularly appreciate this past year. Mm. A lot of times what we do is we get so focused on the future that we lose the past, that we take for granted the past and everything that God has been doing mm-hmm. um, in the past. And now, again, your year may have been one way or the other. Right. But there's still there's still stuff to look at. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you could look back on the year and, you know, and be thinking, no, that was a really rough year. I'm ready to escape it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or you might be looking back going, this was a banner year. So many great things happened. But either way... One of the things we know is that God was at work. Yeah. No matter what the year looked like, no matter what it felt like, sometimes you just have to pause and look at things maybe from a different vantage point. Sometimes, you know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. Exactly. And sometimes when you're in the middle of something, you can't see what God is doing. You're you're like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. Just this why, this constant why. why. What yeah. is yeah. happening? And yet sometimes as you get a little bit past it and look back, either just in your quiet time with God, you begin to figure it out. Or sometimes other people in your life, small group, friends, coworkers can kind of help you with perspective and say, wow, you know what, this is, you are a different person today because of what you went through, or you are able to do this because of what you went through, even when you may not be able to see it yourself. Yeah, it's so true. So uh, again, I want to acknowledge that your year may have been extraordinarily difficult. And that's and that's true. It very well may have been, or your year, as as Linda said, may have been a banner year. You may have had a number of just amazing milestone moments sure. in your life. Um, but no matter how it was, there's an opportunity at the end of the year, especially, mm-hmm. to be able to look back to 
don't ignore the ignore the past, right? Or don't tr- try to say, "Well, I'm I'm shutting the book on that." Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, it's an opportunity to really kind of engage with everything that you've been through this year. Now, and it doesn't even have to be a year. You know, looking back can be an exercise that you could do at the end of every day, mm-hmm. at the end of every week, every month, you know, or at this point, every every year, right? I just like the idea of going back and remembering or and reminding yourself in, in thinking about the lessons, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you have learned, right? So an, an exercise that you could do, for example, is you... You could look back at your calendar, whether mm. you have a wall calendar or a phone calendar or whatever, right. is you can look back, start back in January even, and just look at all the things you had had on, on that calendar be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I, like, I, I, I remember what a turning point that meeting was mm-hmm. that I had or mm-hmm. whatever it was, right? An opportunity to just be reminded of the things that you did, engaged mm-hmm. with, things mm-hmm. that happened over the year. Or if you journal... Go back and reread some of your old journal entries and just be reminded of where you were and how you were thinking, how you were feeling. Because oftentimes that can get lost in the shuffle of the year. For sure. But you have it written down. Yeah. (laughs) Which points to why it's important to write things down. We think we'll remember, you know, you think, oh, that was so powerful. I'll never forget it. And then the next thing happens and you do, you forget. Exactly. Or maybe you're somebody who likes to write down their prayers, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so to be able to go back and, you know, even early in the year, if you go back to, you know, March and you read the prayers that you were writing, I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I, I remember what I was asking God for in that time Mm -hmm. or what I was thanking God for in that time. And then you could see or how that prayer request was answered. Was it, was it like, yes, I saw that come to fruition or Mm -hmm, was it, mm -hmm. well, in this case, God said no, but in, is there, can I see a reason yet for that? No, maybe not. But what did you learn in that? Right. Right. Um, or something that I like to do, especially with my kids, is to look back at pictures that we took. Yeah, for sure. Right? My kids love going back and seeing old pictures of, <laughs> of themselves. And we take a lot of pictures. So that can be a long uh, exercise. Um, but that's a fun thing to do because you get those memories back. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like you get to relive that stuff. And again, the purpose isn't to relive in the past but it's to show gratitude for the past. Absolutely. So as you're doing these exercises, this looking back at your calendar or your journal or um, your photos, is you can do th- three things in this in, in as an exercise here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First is you can show gratitude, like I just mentioned. Give thanks. Just use it as an opportunity of thanksgiving. Sure. Right to to thank God for the. A trip that you got to take. Sure. Or to think, you know, or whatever it is, right? As, as you're looking back through those things. A second thing then is to do this self-audit of baggage or emotions or tension from the mm-hmm. year. Just to really be like, okay, I remember what I was feeling over the summer. I remember I was dealing with this mm-hmm. and this weighed mm-hmm. heavy on me. How am I doing with that right now? Mm-hmm. And just really give yourself time to... Continue that process. If it was right. grief, you know, it, it's like a check in on how you're doing through that grief journey, mm-hmm. on how God has been with you in it, or or the people He's brought into your life through exactly. it, the support group that you started, or you started going to 
I celebrate recovery or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an opportunity to do that kind of self-check. And then the third is it's important to learn. Right. It's important to learn from the lessons of our past. So often we want to run from them. Yes. <laughs> But like as as you learn about like histories, we still learn history so that we could learn the lessons from the past. Right. And the same thing is true with our own history, with the stuff that we've been through. It's an opportunity to to be like, okay, this happened. I hadn't really thought through this yet, but I can see now that that this would have been a better, or, or I could have done this instead, or I've mm-hmm. learned this about some or whatever it is. It, like I think it's an opportunity to just say. What are the things that I've learned about about myself or or about my relationships or about God, whatever this past year? It just it strikes me that in order to do this kind of reflection, you have to slow down. Yeah, you know, it's just and easy to do over the holiday break, right? <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> but it just if you're if you're rushing toward what's next, you'll never be able to take stock of what has been. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, as I think over even the Old Testament stories, God constantly, constantly was telling his people, remember what is, I did, remember who I am, remember what, where you were and where you are now. And that gave them hope and that gave them confidence for the future. And it gave them peace as they walked into hard situations because they were able to look back and go, oh, God was faithful. In the minute, it didn't feel so good. Mm-hmm. But as I got past it, I see, oh, God was faithful there. Mm. He'll be faithful again. So this is such an important practice yeah. to get into as we think about whatever's next. Yeah. And you know what? If you have a lot of family staying with you, <laughs> if you're like the Griswolds, you know, and you got you know, like all the parents and all the cousins coming in or whatever— you can use this as an excuse to take a break. You can say, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I need, I, I'm got to spend my the next half an hour doing my year reflection. There you go. I, I'll see, you know, so feel free to say, <laughs> say doable discipleship said that I, I needed to take a 30 minute break or whatever. <laughs> anyway, I think it was worked. Um, Linda, why don't you talk with us a little bit about what it looks like to surrender with anticipation the new year? Yeah, so that's, you know, so we've been talking about looking back. Now you're looking forward and you're thinking about maybe what your goals are and what you're you're aiming for and what you're hoping for and you have expectations and all of those are really, really good things. Mm-hmm. And yet we know that things don't always go the way we sure. hope, plan, or expect. <laughs> we, You know, we're supposed to plan, but, it, you know, the Bible says that man makes his plans, but the Lord directs his steps. And so there's this sense that as we look for the future and we plan and we dream and we, you know, look towards all that's going to happen, we also want to surrender that to the Lord who has good plans for us. And so even if they don't look like what we think they were going to look like, or Mm. if it doesn't turn out the way we hoped, that we can know that his plans for us are good and that he is leading us and loving us and preparing us and planning for us. And he has good work for us to do. So we can we can anticipate, even if it doesn't look like what we thought it would, it will be a good future. So true. So in that, we wanted to have an opportunity to share a little bit of, from ourselves sure. of what we have learned and are grateful for from this past year, too. So, Linda, yes, share with us, what is something that you are grateful for from this past year, and what is something that you have learned this past year? 
So for me, I would say so many things that I'm grateful for, but specifically, and especially like right now I'm in it, it's just good special times with my family, with my family all together. Um, my kids are grown as a lot of people that listen, know they're, <laughs> they're not at home anymore. So you, family time doesn't just happen. Yeah, We have to plan for it and strategize for it. And we've had some very precious moments together and I'm grateful for the relationships that I have with my adult kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's not always the case. It's not something you take for granted. Yeah. So we talked about that in a previous episode, you work mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and what have I learned? So this has been, <laughs> I've had some challenges this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom passed away and that was pretty sudden. Yeah. And so, but one of the things that I have found is just being reminded of God's faithfulness to his promises and knowing like in the quiet moments when, you know, when everything kind of happened, it was crazy and it was busy and it was, you know, there were a lot of details to figure out, but in the quiet to know that God's promises are true, that what he says about heaven, what he tells us about, you know, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more sickness, no, you know, all of those things, those are true things that we can cling to. And so when, I mean, my grief, you know, it, it hasn't been that long. It's only, yeah. it hasn't been quite been, two months. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, but every time the grief wells up, there's usually very shortly thereafter peace that comes as I remember his promises. And so it's just been such a good reminder to just, I mean, it's not something I learned. It was more something that was just (laughs) reinforced is just to stay, just stay close to Jesus in his word every day, because you don't know when you're going to need it. Mm -hmm. You don't know when you're going to need to remember all those things. So you just have to be constantly mindful of them. Yeah. As the song says, hold on to the promises, right? Isn't that one? Hold on to the promises. Yes. I haven't heard that one in a while. I don't know. It just came to me when you're talking about holding on to the promises. I think I'm stuck. I don't know the rest of it. Yeah, well. <laughs> or no, Jesus is alive, so hold tight. Hold. Okay, I don't know how much more I can sing before we get in legal trouble. So oh, okay. Stop. Well, then let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, I think sometimes we we wait till there's a crisis to run to God. Yeah. But when there's a crisis, you hope that you've been running to God because you don't, that's not the first thing you're thinking of in that moment. Yeah. It's so true. How about you? So what are you grateful for in this last year, Jason? And Hmm. what have you learned? Uh, I have, I have, I have probably the easiest answer of easy answers for grateful for this year because we had a new another kid. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm grateful for little Aria. She is, you know, she's four months now and yeah. she is uh, just the smiliest little baby, <laughs> which is so much fun. She's been like super chill, even with having a highly energetic brother and sister. I think yes. they just make her laugh <laughs> or whatever, you know, so she's just, yeah, so grateful for her mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and my other kids. <laughs> ben, Amy, yeah, love ya. But they've been around. <laughs> um, in terms of what I've learned like I gotta, I gotta go back to what we've talked about, a f- you know, a few times before on the show, but the, um, it's it's you know, it's similar to what you had said with your with your grateful for it's it, it's the connected family pieces. Yeah. So just just seeing that hello, knocking my mic over, um, seeing those pictures, it's just that picture of how we 
how we want to be mm-hmm. as a family, as parents, and in, in having that just clearly shown. Yeah, it was just it felt game changing. Now, um, I, I do not always do a good job with it. Right. <laughs> but you know what you're it's aiming a, for. But we know what we're aiming for. And so having having that has been a just a really strong learning for us this year. And in really going back to um the idea of what our values are mm-hmm. and having those be decision makers too mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. you know, when we have options or opportunities or questions or whatever it is, mm-hmm. especially as, as kids get older, there's all these other questions that come up of what do we want to do for them mm-hmm. or th- with them or whatnot. Having our, our, our family values that we've set right. speak into mm-hmm. that decision-making process, right? And these are, are values that are all, all godly based. Mm-hmm. They're all, all based in what we see God wanting for our family, and so having just that encouragement of, well, let's just go back. Like, what do we value? Right. And then having that weigh heavily into, into decisions that we make. Which is amazing because when you, sometimes in the moment, it's easy to want to make a snap decision. But when you have this objective, like, no, these are our values, then it can help remind you and go, no, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes like... Like logic, you would think would win mm-hmm. out of like, well, this would be easier. Right. Like, yeah, but that doesn't really fit in with our true, our value add, mm-hmm. you know, or, or value that we've set as a family. So, yeah, we may try the harder path for, you know, for whatever. And, you know, but we, but our hope in that mm-hmm. is that we are able to live more rooted in our values as Absolutely. a family. So, Anyway, that's been that's been learnings for me. The value of connection mm-hmm. in your family over uh, over obedience, over mm-hmm. o- you know, over um, hierarchy, you know, over right. like having calm and silence yeah. <laughs> all the time. Instead, we value connection over that, and then just letting um, our, our our family values. We have our family values. We have a a board where you can, you know, it's, it's like a felt board and you can pop the letters under it or whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and we have our family values on the board. And so it's just something that encouragement for us to go back to. All sure. Times. Okay. So, but what do we value as a family? Anyway, that's what we've learned. I love it. So friends, I hope that you are also able to take a few minutes to think about what were you grateful for this year? It doesn't have to be just one thing like Linda and I listed. It could be you know, a whole list of things. Yes. Also, what is something that you've really just learned over mm-hmm. this past mm-hmm. year? Um, so we wanted to close our final episode of the year by by praying for you, mm. by praying for um, whoever's listening. And so Linda is going to uh, pray in, in, in hope that you can take some time to appreciate the past, like what we've been talking about. And then, um, and then I'm going to uh, pray uh, about anticipating the new, anticipating the future, and then we'll just wrap up from there. Perfect. So, Linda, why don't you uh, open us up? Yep, Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for um, every person uh, that can hear my voice, Lord. I thank you for your faithfulness in our lives. I thank you for the way that you have worked, that you've worked all things for our good. 
God, I pray for our friends, Lord, as they pause and look back, Lord, that they would be able to see your hand, that they would be able to see perhaps purpose in things that happened, um, maybe that were difficult or were challenging, God, that they would see your hand in the provision that you have given in their lives, in the ways that you have maybe opened doors or closed doors that they didn't need to go through. God, I thank you that um, you are faithful and that you never look away, that you, your eye is always on us and your attention is always towards us and you are always working for our good and your glory. So God, I thank you for that. And Lord, as, if my, as my friends look back, Lord, if there are places where we can't trace your hand, we can't quite see yet what it is that you are doing, God, I pray that you would remind us of your great love for us, that your plans for us and your intentions for us are always good. And God, that you are working even when we can't see it. God, I thank you for your faithfulness. And I just pray that my friends will see it today. Father, I just want to lift up the start of this new year. Lord, I'm, I'm sure that some of those who are listening are are, have their hopes set on something new this year. Um, hopes set on um, realization of a dream. Hopes set on um, experiencing freedom from something that, that they have felt bound by. You know, just hopes set for something new. So, Lord, we just want to lift those prayer requests up to you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, that you are a God who can take ashes and make beauty from them. Mm. Lord, that you are um, a God who hears us and that you are a God who is always working. Lord, that you are always cultivating things in our lives. And so, um, Lord, I just thank you that we can have this in-between moment that allows us to appreciate the past and to reflect on how you have been working, Lord, but that we can also look ahead with this eager anticipation for what it is that you have in store for our future. So I just pray, Lord, for everybody listening that they're able to kind of start this new year with this fresh vision on you, or that they're able to um, see you um, in a new way that they can um yearn for and work towards this deeper relationship who, with you that that allows us to see your hand at work in, in more ways and in new ways. And I just, uh, yeah, Lord, we just love you and we just thank you so much um, for who you are in our lives, that you're the God of the past, the present, and the future, and that you're always, always with us and loving us more deeply than we could even begin to imagine. So I just pray that we can rest in that. Um, yeah, Lord, we just thank you for this time. Thank you for our friends who are listening. And uh, we just look forward to more time with them in the new year. Mm-hmm. We love you, God, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Friends, we hope that you have a wonderful New Year's, and we will be back next week, starting the year strong. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing a um, a series coming up on um, different topics 
related to spiritual health. That'll be our first uh, month and a half, two months of, mm-hmm. of episodes here. So uh, we hope that you uh, come back for that. Um, make sure if you have not checked out the other podcast offerings from Saddleback Church, you can do so at saddleback.com slash podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to all those found the well, lead with worship, um, drive time devotions, you know, all, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, it, and we got some more uh, new podcasts that'll be starting mm-hmm. Saddleback next year too that exciting we're excited things. about. So yes, yeah. always exciting. Um, so friends, we love you and uh, we will talk to you again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes and go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events lastly you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com send us your thoughts send us your questions your bible questions your life questions whatever who knows your question might just inspire an upcoming episode thanks again for tuning in to doable discipleship i'm jason whelan and i hope you'll join us again next week